Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Southwest Ohio Full Court Press. This is your host, Tony Peters, coming at you for another episode. Uh, we took a little bit of a break the last week. Last time you heard from us, we were talking with Joey Gruden, a uh, man of many hats when it comes to coaching. Uh, we're going to come back to the players now. Uh, we've got a good interview today with a, a local star. Um, this guy's been a name to watch since his freshman year uh, a couple years ago when he started at Beaver Creek. Uh, he's going into his senior year here this upcoming season, uh, and he's seen a lot. He's been part of a district runner-up team. He's been part of a co- two coaching changes, excuse me, one coaching change, two coaches. Uh, we'll get to hear from him tonight. So uh, with that being said, we are going to have our, our next player interview be with Adam Duvall, a class of 2022 uh, from Beaver Creek High School. All right, guys, as I said in the intro, we are joined today by Adam Duvall from Beaver Creek High School. Adam, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Definitely a name we've wanted to talk to for a while. Um, For those of you who may not know, Adam, again, class of 2022 at Beaver Creek High School, uh, considered one of the top players in the Dayton area in that 2022 class. Um, Adam was kind enough to give us some time today to kind of talk about his time at Beaver Creek, uh, as well as some of the expectations uh, he has for the upcoming season. So, so Adam, let's just start from the very beginning. Uh, your freshman year uh, was 2019. So kind of yeah. talk a little bit about, you know, you coming in, you were a name a lot of people in the Dayton area knew in regards to um, being one of the new incoming freshmen. Talk about just kind of how the season went overall with Beaver Creek and how you personally did that first year. Uh, so my freshman year, um, that was a, you know, that was a good experience to me. I played varsity. I started, I think a little bit over half of our games. Um, that was a big jump going from middle school to varsity basketball. Just everyone's so much more athletic, so much stronger, so much more skilled. Um, we didn't have a great season. I think we won like eight or nine games. But it was a really good experience as far as, you know, learning, seeing what I got to do to get better, seeing just how much stronger and faster I have to be to be successful. Um, Yeah, it's a pretty good experience, even though we weren't the greatest. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, was Coach Hess there that uh, your freshman year? Yeah. Okay, so yes, obviously Hess, you know, had a great success with Beaver Creek right before you came in. who were some of the guys um, that freshman year? Who were some of the seniors that uh, you guys had on the team? Uh, my freshman year, our seniors, we had four. Had uh, Braden Walter, had Brenton Seaman, um, Jim Himes, and then uh, uh, BZ, Brandon Zink. So okay. we had four seniors. Okay. They were all, like, really good leaders, really good people to be around. They took me in. You know, they didn't treat me like a freshman, which I really appreciate. Yeah, I was going to say those those guys were definitely I remember watching those guys junior and senior their junior senior year and, and one thing you can kind of pinpoint it with them is you know none of those guys were necessarily like high level college basketball or future college basketball players but you know they all kind of bought in with what coach Hess wanted to do um I mean honestly that that year you were right you guys went 8 and 15 in that tournament game you guys lost 53 49 to a really good Wayne team so you guys had them you know beat for a while and you know, it was just one of those things where I, a lot of that has to do with the heart that you guys had and and in the coaching you had. Uh, obviously, after freshman year, though, Coach Hess goes to Troy, um, and then Coach Pittman takes over. Steve Pittman, 
uh, for your sophomore year. So talk a little bit about that transition from having Coach Hess to Coach Pittman and then, you know, transition into kind of how sophomore year went. Um, yeah, it was uh, like the transition wasn't super hard. You know, uh, both coaches really cared about us. They really wanted us to work hard. I mean, we played different with Pittman. You know, he wanted us to play faster, less sets, a lot more getting up and down. Um, but, you know, we still still worked hard every day. Um, and Pitt really made the transition easy. You know, he really cared for us. He's always talking to all of us. Um, so he made that transition pretty easy. And then that first year, we were pretty successful. So it was a good transition. Yeah, 16 and 10 on the year. I remember, you know, Seth and I were watching you guys play. And, and I remember just kind of the – you guys went on a run. It was right after Christmas, it seemed like. I think it was right in the January. You guys just went on – started really putting the pieces together. It looked like, you know, only lost by five to Trotwood, who was coming off of a state championship that the year prior – beat teams like Wayne, beat that alter team that had, you know, a lot of seniors on their team. Uh, you guys get to the district finals and you lose by one to Lakota East. And really you were a few inches. If Chris Herbert's shot would have fallen at half court, you were a few inches away from getting to the regionals. You got to say that had to be a great uh, first year, you know, with Pittman. Talk about, you know, that the, there was two specific seniors I want to talk about that sophomore year that you got to play with, Chris Herbor and, and Yusuf Saleh. Um, and I think a lot of people that watch basketball would argue that those two seniors were, were definitely a step up in terms of, you know, collegiate basketball potential than that group you we talked about your freshman year. Talk about those guys as seniors. I mean, it had to be a little bit different. You know, I'm sure they had the same leadership qualities, but being able to have that talent behind it had to definitely take a little bit of pressure off of you obviously yeah so they were both really great leaders they both led with both their actions and the words they were always you know working really hard in the gym in the weight room like i mean even still i see them all the time in the gyms working out like they were like if you if you were slacking off in practice they would let you know they would be the loudest ones you know the hardest workers first ones there you know so they were they really showed like the rest of the team like what it took to be successful like what you had to do to be good and they like made, they pulled the team along with them so they made everyone else work just as hard as they they worked absolutely and, and it goes back again kind of with with coach Pittman coming in and kind of setting that tone early on it was good to have that senior group that could go to you and and again I mean both those guys were really good guards so that took a little bit of pressure in terms of you having to do a lot on the perimeter because that's a lot I think of what your game we'll talk a little about it later a lot of your game is you've got some size on you uh, but at the same time you can kind of beat a guy on the inside with that size or you can you know do a little bit on the perimeter if you're forced out there so having two kind of guards that can do that as well I'm sure made it a little bit easier for you um, we'll talk a little yeah. bit a little bit more about your game here shortly, but you know, obviously that takes us into junior year. You know, obviously sophomore year you're you're playing at Xavier for a district uh, final. So junior year was a little bit different. Um, you know, this past season, you know, I'll let you kind of discuss how much you want to um, in terms of. I know you kind of battled some injuries as a team and you yourself, so I'll let you kind of share what you want in regards to that, how comfortable you are. But beyond that, I mean, just kind of talk about year two, because again, that was a little bit of a, 
a drop compared to sophomore year? Yeah, uh, this year, you know, it wasn't it wasn't really how we wanted it, it wanted it to go. You know, we had lots of injuries. I was, you know, missed twelve games, mm-hmm. uh, tore my plantar fascia. That that sucks. You know, out of nowhere, just felt my foot pop. So that was, I mean, it's unfortunate. You know, tried my hardest to get back as fast as I can, mm-hmm. and then uh, Kyle Putnam, you know, really good shooter, like really good score for us. He hurt his ankle. He was out for a little bit too. So, you know, just losing two starters and two of your leading scorer, that, that really hurts. So, and we were, and I think also just um, with losing Chris and Yousef, we brought in a uh, whole new set of guards. Mm-hmm. And with COVID not being able to play in the summer and do much together before the season, that kind of hurt us as well. Yeah, I remember watching. I watched your first game against Centerville, and 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 that was a rough game. I'm sure you can relate. That was definitely, uh, or not. I'm excuse me, not your first game. You guys played Elder. Your first game, your first G Walk game against Centerville, I should say. Yeah. That was a rough game, but at the same time, I mean, I'm sure at the time you guys didn't know you were going to be you, that was going to be the, the the Division One state champs that year. But you know, definitely saw some things that were were concerning with those guards, but. Again, you kind of said it, you know, when you got two inexperienced and an underclassmen really trying to fill the void that Yusuf and uh, Chris had, that's going to be hard to replicate, obviously, right off the bat. Um, yeah. When you were healthy, did you feel that there was more, not necessarily more pressure, but did you feel that you had to kind of do a little bit more um, in terms of being kind of that go-to score for the, for the Beavers? Um, I mean, kind of. Kind of when I came back, I didn't want to put too much pressure on myself. I didn't want to try and do too much because they had been playing. You know, they had spent 12 games without me. They had their own chemistry. I didn't want to come in and, you know, ruin the, the whole on-the-court chemistry. I didn't want to try and do too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like just me being there, I provided a lot more scoring. I, like, helped out. I like I feel like me being there on the floor just helped out everyone else scoring wise and offensively just, you know, cause I typically got, you know, one of the best defenders and opened up more driving lanes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so me being there helped everyone else. Um, yeah. I try not, I try not to do too much, but yeah. Yeah. And I think it helped too. I mean, Gabe Phillips definitely, came alive you, you talked about Kyle Putnam he did a lot especially uh when you were out I'd say Gabe Phillips had you know one of the best one of the more breakout years I mean he people knew who he was after sophomore year but your guys a junior year I mean he really stepped up especially when you were out and I mean hell he broke I think the school record for blocks am I correct on that I think, I think the G-Walk record I G-Walk think. record I okay. okay I knew it was I knew it was I couldn't remember if it was the school or the conference, but I mean, you, obviously he was able to kind of really capitalize during that time. But again, I mean, once you guys got healthy, you guys had a little bit of a tournament run there. I mean, you guys got a little bit of a lower seed, obviously because of the win loss, but you beat Sydney, you beat Butler, you, you, you clinched a, a sectional final matchup with Centerville again, Centerville this year was just unreal. So, yeah. you know, talk about, that did that did you feel like that kind of gave you some momentum as you go into senior year that you were able to, to to beat two higher seed teams in that tournament leading up to that Centerville game? Yeah, I think it does, especially because 
before that, we had won four straight games to end the, to end the regular season. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, before we lost Centerville, we had won six straight games. And that's, I mean, pretty impressive for anybody winning six straight games at the G-Watt Conference. Mm-hmm. So, and then winning two tournament games against Sydney, who was a solid team, and Butler was also pretty solid. Those were two good wins. And then, yeah, so, I mean, coming off, we know what we can do when we're all healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, the game, Centerville game, you know, first quarter, we were even up. So we've seen what we can do when we're all healthy. So it's given us a lot of momentum, confidence going in, and moment, momentum and confidence going in for next season. Absolutely. And it's got to help, too, that those those guards that you had that were sophomores a year ago, now they're juniors. Now they've had a year under their belt. They're obviously not going to make as many mistakes as they did the year prior. Um, you know, having all that experience is, is got to definitely be um, a confidence booster for sure. Yeah. So going into now, obviously, you guys are in summer ball right now. Um, you've gotten the chance to kind of work with one another, work with Coach Pittman, work on your game. Uh, talk about you for a minute, because, again, you know, when someone looks at you, you're about 6'6". Six, six, you know, you've definitely added some muscle since the first time someone would have seen you freshman year. Uh, in your game, like I was saying, it's it's a very unique style because you've got a you're, you've got the size, uh, and I've seen you been able to handle yourself in the paint. But especially recently, I've seen you have a lot more comfortability on the perimeter, and I think that's what makes you such a unique player is you've got that combination of the size and you know inside out play. My question for you, you know, you're getting ready to go into senior year. What are some of the things you're looking to continue to work on uh, as you go into this, not just really the rest of the summer and then in July with AAU, but as you get ready to tip off for Beaver Creek senior year, what are some of the things you're looking to improve on yourself and improve in your game? Uh, like the main things I'm trying, I've been trying to work on is just like overall like speed and quickness, like that first step like help me laterally on defense and then get into the paint from the perimeter on offense mm-hmm. and then ball handling. Cause you know, I mean, I have good size. I feel like I'm a pretty good shooter. That's always been my strong suit. So things like my ball handling, you know, being more comfortable, taking guys one-on-one in a perimeter, you know, beating the press, staying calm under pressure. That would really help me a lot. And just being, I mean, being athletic, there's always, you know, getting more athletic is always going to help you. So that's the one thing I really wanted to work on. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be big for you, obviously with Beaver Creeks, because it's your you know senior year, you've got that. You are, are very special in the fact that you've got this. You're going to be having four years of varsity experience. There's not a lot of people that can say that, um, that they've had four years, especially playing in the G walk. That's got to be impressive. So having that, obviously that experience, that skill, but obviously you have that leadership too that you can bring to the table. So I'll definitely be excited to see, you know, we still got some time before we even get to, to winter ball, but I'll be excited to see kind of what you're able to do and what you guys are able to do as a whole. Yeah, I am too. So uh, before we get any more, I mean, obviously I want to take a step back as well with AAU, you know, last year, I want to hear your opinion first. You know, I've asked a couple guys that have interviewed this, you were with C2K last year uh, during a summer yeah. with where COVID was obviously, you know, it, it screwed things up, to put it bluntly. Talk about, you know, how that summer, from your perspective being a player, you know, did 
did you guys get affected by COVID with C2K? And just talk about the difference, you know, playing last summer to now, you know, we're going to have a live period next month. Just talk about some of the main differences from your point of view. Yeah, well, I mean, last summer, we only played one tournament. Like, we played one tournament. Uh, we played up in Fort Wayne. And then the first team we played, we found out after the tournament that they had a kid that played with COVID. Mm-hmm. So when we found that out, like, C2K, they just decided to shut things down. So I played one tournament with them, and then I played a tournament with Team T. And that's that's really all I did. So I only played two tournaments, which kind of sucks because, I mean, I just didn't get to play. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, I mean, it was a good opportunity to work on, like, skill work because I was, you know, you're home all day. You don't have to go to school. You have all day to just go outside, find a gym to work on your skills. So that was that was nice being able to spend the whole day to work on basketball. But then at the same time, not playing really sucks. Which we're fortunate now we can go out and play and even have coaches watch us next month. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you know, obviously this for maybe any coaches or anyone that listens to this podcast. Obviously, this summer you're not with C2K. Uh, you're with the Mid Ohio Pumas right now, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Talk about the Pumas a little bit. I mean, you've obviously gotten to play a lot more this year than you did last summer. Talk about the Pumas as a whole uh, and kind of what you guys have been up to this summer. Uh, I really like playing with the Pumas. You know, great group of kids, great group of guys. I really like our coaches. They look, we play good basketball. You know, work hard on defense. Um, like they really emphasize defense, emphasize talking, hustling. And then on offense, it's, you know, we're really encouraged to have good ball movement. We run sets. Mm-hmm. Like, not a whole lot of AU teams actually have plays, you know. So we do, a, we do a combination of getting out and running and also running plays, which is nice. Right. Um, you know, we take, take good shots, move the ball, which I really like that. So I really like playing with them. Uh, this, you know, next month we'll be at – um, the Adidas Gauntlet events and the Gold Gold Gauntlet, so that'll be really good competition. Good chance for us to get seen and be playing against some of the best guys out there. Absolutely, that's all you can really ask for, right? Yep, for sure. Um, awesome. Well, hey, my last question then, Adam, or last thing I want to talk about is, you know, right now with your recruitment, um, you've got an offer from Youngstown State right now, correct? Yeah. Okay, so you've got a you got a D one offer to Youngstown State. I'm I know you've got other D ones that are showing interest. Just kind of talk about it's, this is this is actually a two parter. Number one, talk about you personally, kind of what the recruitment process has been for you, and what advice you would necessarily give to any kids that you know 2023, 2024 that are listening to this, what they can expect the next one to two years with the recruiting process. Number one. And number two, I want you to talk a little bit about you personally. You know, who have you heard from? Obviously, Youngstown State's already got an offer on the table, but what other schools have shown interest? And in, and if you have any other offers besides YSU? Yeah. I mean, you know, the recruiting process has been, you know, it's been cool, you know, getting to talk to and meet a lot of different coaches, form a, form a relationship with them, mm-hmm. like learn about a lot of different schools, which is, that's, that's obviously pretty nice. You know, get get to seeing what's seeing all every, all the schools that are out there. That's cool. Um, some advice I would give is, you know, don't like. There's obviously going to be times where some coaches might not call you. Like you might hear from a coach, and then 
like not hear from them for a while. So some advice I would have is just keep working, keep your head up. Um, like the recruiting process, lots of ups and downs. You might see someone get offer and you might think like, why don't I have that offer? Why am I not here at that school? But you know, if you keep working hard, you'll have that opportunity. Absolutely. And then, uh, for the second part, I've been hearing from a few different schools, uh, like various different levels. Um, hearing from like Miami, uh, um, Wright State, Toledo, uh, Air Force, Princeton, um, Lehigh, uh, Incarnate Word, VMI. Um, I've been hearing from, and then like West Liberty from D2, Concord. Um, talk, talk to Tiffin. Uh, lots of different schools, Mount Vernon, Thomas Moore. I think that's most of them. That's all that's coming to my head right now. Gee, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Quite a bit. Busy, busy guy, busy guy for sure. Um, well, hey, I Adam, I, I appreciate you taking the time to to talk with me today. Uh, I know it, it took us a little back and forth to finally make this work, so I was glad we were able to, to get together and talk about this. Um, hopefully, anyone that's listening uh, to this podcast, you know, again, hope anyone, especially 20, 23s, 24s are listening, you know, listen to what Adam said about the, about the recruiting process. You know, sometimes I think we forget meant to be fun i mean this is this is what you're gonna be doing for the next four years and yeah it's supposed to be serious but you know you want to enjoy at the same time so i appreciate your perspective adam and again i really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me appreciate you having me on here awesome all right guys well hey this was adam duvall from beaver creek high school uh thank you for tuning in to southwest ohio full court press and we will see you guys next time